They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Combini Tournament. We are in the midst of the championship round, and what a battle it is! Representing the Hot Box Division, the Juice Master, the Legend, Fammy Chicky. Representing the meal division, the dark horse himself, the king of rice balls, Tuna Mayo Onigiri. Only a few days left to vote, so head on over to Twitter and give your support to your champion. And now, let's head over to the Combini. The Combini, the Combini, the Combini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Two thumbs up, Mike. It's 2021. 2020 is behind us. We're on to a better and brighter future. How's your 2021 going so far, Mike? I got to say, it's it's going a lot better than 2020, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, only a little bit of time has passed so far, but, you know, I'm starting, I think everybody's feeling it. You know, they're feeling like, hey, let's mm. try to make this a good one. You know, um, so uh, yeah, Maya and I starting off the year trying to do some small things, eat a little bit better, sleep a little bit better. Um, you know, just just really pumped up for 2021. I don't know. How about you? Same here. And I think you're right. I think everybody around the world is going to collectively try to make it a great year because of how bad 2020 was. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... A full year of Conbini Boys is ahead of us, Mike. So Ugh. that is maybe what I'm most excited about here. And, you know, we're already off to a great start. Shall we go ahead and dive into the action this week? Let's do it. Well, Mike, I'm pleased to say that the Chicky Wars are back. Thank God. For two weeks, we went without the Chicky Wars, the big three. Nobody was releasing new Chickies. There were a Mm. lot of bone-in Chickies coming out in early December, but everybody Mm. pushed pause for the last two weeks of the year. That's right. We're back, Mike. Mm -hmm. And we're going to kick things off here out of Lawson with Karaage Kun, known flavor number 210 here, Mike. And this is a big one. This is a tie-up or a collabo with, yes, Sailor Moon. Wow. And this is called the Crystal Salt Flavor. A light salt is how Mm -hmm. it's described here. Beautiful packaging with the Sailor Moon illustration on the mm-hmm. on the box here mike mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this new karaage kun flavor well i gotta say matt you know i'm really excited like we said we had two weeks without mm. the chicken and no chicky wars and now just come back with a new karaage and the fresh you know start of the year i'm feeling great i love it look at this guy you know it's not a black box so this is this is going to be one more sort of it's kind of you know normal style flavors mm-hmm. um but look at this guy he's yeah you're right he's got he's got his costume on as well that's in case you didn't notice that's uh that's karage kun he's dressed <laughs> up like the uh like some sort of maestro i'm not sure but i don't know matt i mean i love it you know lightly f- salted karage kun i can't imagine you know I, I think that's just uh sounds sounds perfect to me 
It does sound perfect. There is a little bit of a mystery with regard to this one. It does mention Naruto no Uzushio uses mm-hmm. 100% of that. We did mm-hmm. look up what Naruto no Uzushio is. It is a whirlpool mm-hmm. located between <laughs> Shikoku and Honshu, where two tides converge to create this phenomenon. We're yeah. not exactly sure... Because shio means salt, and uzushio mm. means a light salt flavor, but the naruto refers to a place, so we're not sure what the connection here is with this very underwhelming whirlpool, which you mm-hmm. can purchase tickets to go on a cruise to go see. We want to share this with uh, the guys at Japan by River Cruise for them to feature. Yes, yes. But yeah, otherwise, looks like a great item. Yeah, and if, if you do figure out what this is, like, there's got to be a pun somewhere that we're... What is the final pun? If you know the final, like, what it is, is are whirlpools a thing in Sailor Moon? I don't know. So if, if you have the final, the final key, you know, please let us know. Please. All right, Mike. Now we do have another chicky. This one out at Family Mart. Oh, this boy. is the oh, Mala Flavor Family Chicky, Mike. And I got to say, 2021 is already off to a phenomenal yes, start. It is. Here. <laughs> this chicky here, Mike, has gochujang. I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but that's that spectacular fermented chili paste so popular mm-hmm. in Korean cuisine. Mm-hmm. Baked in to this sucker here, Mike. I gotta tell you, this may be the most exciting chicky I've seen since we started Convini Boys. I love gochujang. What's your thought on this one, Mike? Wow. Okay. Um, definitely excited. Like I said with the um the Karagakun, same way. I love to see, you know right out of the bat you know right right off from the start we are seeing a karagekun and mm. we're seeing a family chicky mm. you know, what a better way to start 2021 um and like you said with a killer flavor here mm. the mala flavor mm. oh man especially on these cold nights you get in there and you get that crispy family chicky you take a bite in there and inside some extra you know, a little bit extra kick to that juice there. I gotta say, Matt, this this looks really amazing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely would like to try this. Yeah, Mike, there are certain magical ingredients that can make <laughs> anything taste good. You know, A1 steak sauce, yes. au jus, Thousand oh, yeah. Island dressing come to mind. <laughs> but this may be the greatest of them all, Mike. I was introduced to gochujang. Again, I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly by a mm-hmm. Korean friend in college, and I haven't looked back since. I keep a carton of it in the fridge. I put it on everything. Put it on eggs, put it on pancakes, put it on ice cream. Sky's the limit when it comes to this stuff, Mike. So when you're staring down a thousand eyeballs of shirasu... Or a still-moving octopus, make <laughs> sure to have this in your back pocket, pull it out of the holster. You'll be eating like a king. So, yeah, super pumped about this one, Mike. All right, so, uh, wow, Chicky Wars off to a great start already in 2021. Mm, man, Matt. Well, you know, you can tell that the energy's back, you know, uh <laughs> The end of 2020, it was starting to, it was getting pretty bare there. I mean, there weren't, there weren't many items, no new chickies. You know, we were really getting a little worried. We had hope though that, you know, things were going to come back. And Matt, as you, you know, start off with the chicky wars, you can see things are back and they're, Mm. they're better than ever. Um, And, you know, uh, it's very similar over at the scoreboard as well. So, um, 
this week at the scoreboard, Matt, let me hit you with the numbers. Um, Family Mart, 43 items. Mm. Lawson, 28 items. And 7-Eleven, 57 items. Your thoughts? Yeah, no. Uh, first, like you said, it's great to see these numbers back up. We saw Lawson down to six items last week, all desserts. Now up to 28, not quite near their mid-30s, but getting close. Family Mart, 43. Pretty standard for those guys, although they do fly in the 50 range as well. 7-Eleven, still trying to get the engine warmed up at 57 items. I know they're topping the ranking this week. They'll top it every week, ladies and gentlemen, but 57, trust us, you know, they're still warming up in the batter's box yeah. here. They'll be hitting hitting for the fences maybe next week or the week after getting up at 100, 120 numbers. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I I agree. And I, you know, it, it's just, um, this it's just, you know, it's things are just starting here, but these are, you know, starting a lot quicker than I thought. And so that's what oh, yeah. gave me, you know, get, got me pretty excited here, Matt. So, um, all right. So we got, we got a bigger, you know, a wider array of choices this week. So let's go ahead and take a look at our winners and losers. So Matt, um, this week, how about we start with your loser and boom. Yeah, Mike, uh, this is out of Family Mart. What we're looking at here is a <laughs> pasta dish, okay? And what this dish is doing, it's combining two kinds of sauces. We have the red bolognese sauce and then the white cream sauce. And what's interesting about this is they're split on either side, kind of like a yin and yang symbol here. <laughs> you got the bolognese on the right and you got the cream sauce on the left. And they're even seg separated by mm -hmm. some sort of uh, vegetable there. There's some green leaves that are keeping them apart. Like uh, like it's mediating a kind of gang war there. You know, Mike, I, I'm not sure what they're thinking here. I, I like bolognese. I like cream sauce pasta. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want them in the same dish. As soon as you begin to mix these up, you're going to get flavors nobody ever wanted on this <laughs> earth to come together. Uh, so I, I could imagine sort of eating around, sort of meticulously trying to keep the red and the white sauces apart before letting mm -hmm. them some s sort of swirl together. But yeah. yeah, I'm not exactly sure what Family Mart was trying to do here. Maybe trying to please two sides of the aisle. I don't mm -hmm. see how that's going to happen. I think you got to have bolognese or you got to have cream. You can't have bolognese and cream in the same bowl here. Wow, Matt, I got to. All right, let me let me give you my. Honest opinion. I first opened this up and I thought, oh, oh, did I did I make a mistake? Was this Matt's winner for the week? <laughs> because at first glance, I thought, whoa, now, hey, that almost looks like some meat sauce and that looks like some cheesy sort of white sauce. So, hey, that's a winner right there. But Matt, as you just so expertly described, there is a big problem here. And you're exactly right. I've I don't know if anyone knows you mix those two together. What color do you get? Is it an orange? Is it like a, <laughs> a lightish brown? I'm not sure. And then I started thinking, yeah, you're right. I, I guess you try to eat around, but no, I think this needs two separate, you know, like plates here. You need yeah. you need just one or the other. And maybe you can have that spinach or whatever it is in the as a little topping to throw wherever you want. So Matt, I I, I agree. And I, I like the analysis on this because I think many, many people, you know, might open this and, you know, go to the convenience, see this be like, whoa, hey, I like that. And unfortunately, like you said, might, you know, combine the the two things that should not be combined. And uh, who knows? It could be too much of a good thing here. 
too much of a good thing here. All right, Matt. Well, um, okay. As for mine, this is my loser of the week. This is coming out of 7-Eleven. Oh, and, God um, almighty. What is that? So, Matt, you can... <laughs> What the hell is that? So Matt, this is a yuzu ponzu de taberu uh, pork and moyashi, um, which is, is bean that? sprouts. So, um, you know, it's pretty much just what they're saying. It's, um, we got some ponzu, which is like a Swedish, you know, you know, ponzu, I mean, um, Swedish kind of vinegary. Uh, Soft dipping sauce. Delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. I love it. Yeah. And this is a yuzu ponzu, so it's a, it's using yuzu instead of lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what, Matt? I I love ponzu. It's one of my favorite sauces. I'd, I'd actually throw that up there in my top five sauces. And you, you can see um, they've got, they're not lying with what they said. They've got a packet of ponzu there, and then they got a bowl. Mm. And in this bowl, you got some pork and you've got some moyashi, which is the bean sprouts. But Matt, I've never seen such an just a non-appetizing meal <laughs> like this. Um, I'm I got to be honest, I'm not a huge bean sprout person, and um, I you know I just I of course this is Seven Eleven's photography that's sort of you know <laughs> given this this terrible sort of terrible look. But just in general, I don't know. This just doesn't do it for me. Um, I don't know. Do you have any do you, any thoughts on this? Mike, we've seen some bad 7-Eleven photography these past 10 months. This is easily the worst. Um, it's hard to describe how bad this looks. It's It, it, it looks like somebody at 7-Eleven found some pork under the couch. Thought, eh, we're, we're one or two short on the new products this week. Let's just... Put some sauce on this, a couple bean sprouts. It's been sitting there for about 12 months. I think the half-life on this on this product here, Mike, must be about 1,200 years. This thing looks uh, radioactive. This thing is a rotting corpse of uh, pig guts. And, uh, yeah, not enough ponzu sauce in the world to make that taste good, Mike. That is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I, I, and you know what? I'd almost like to... It's the sort of dish where you'd kind of like to throw it to Lawson and say, "Hey, Lawson, if you did, if you were going to do this, how would you do this?" And I'm sure what they would come out with that picture would be beautiful. It would might make your 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 eyes water. It's so beautiful. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, man. I don't know what they're doing. They're they're shooting themselves in the foot, you know, over and over. But all right, Matt. Enough with our losers. It's 2021. We're trying to look towards the future. You know. So let's look at our winners for this week, and we're going to go to yours first. Here we go. Boom. Yeah, Mike. This Ooh. is the Jima High Fly Lemon, Mike. This is a canned <laughs> cocktail, Mike. Wow. Lemon-flavored canned cocktail. But what we're talking about here, Mike, we have professional wrestling legend Tanahashi Hiroshi, a.k.a. the 100-year ace, doing his finishing move, the high flyer on the can here. Um, Mike, we talk about professional wrestling a lot on this podcast because it's another passion of ours. You know, of course, we featured the legendary Choshu Ricky back in July when he did that collabo with Family Mart in Okinawa coming Mm -hmm. up with all kinds of bizarre giant pork products. Yeah. 
We speculated about what a Stone Cold Steve Austin-themed konbini would look like. Of course, a konbini <laughs> full of nothing but Coors Light. And That's now, right. here we go. Another wrestling <laughs> product here. A little background on uh, Tanahashi. Still relatively young, 46. He's been in the game since 99. Mm. And again, his big move here, he flies off the turnbuckle touches mm-hmm. his hands to his feet in a kind of crunching motion, and then drops a bomb on his opponent to finish him off. And that's what's pictured here on the oh. can. And I'll say it right now, I think this will be a contender. In fact, I'll nominate it right now for 2021 Sexiest Can Alive. Yeah. So yeah. come December, I think this uh, may very well take that prize. Yeah, Matt, all around. I mean, first off, just, I mean... I'm actually gonna for for our video watchers. You can let's try and just take a look at the difference between these. <laughs> like which one, you know, we're is uh, we're toggling between the uh, rotting pork dish that Seven uh, Eleven put out versus this brilliantly framed. Oh up, man! Yes, perfectly framed up high fly lemon here from Lawson. Yeah, man, I agree. And look at how beautifully they did this this background. They've got, I mean, their their visual designers at at Lawson are just out of this world. I mean, like this this art as well, Matt. You know, there's so many drinks on the uh, there's so many cocktails, and they come and go. And you know, nothing nothing they don't really stand out. Maybe you try them once, you don't. I can't imagine getting in there and not wanting to try this thing. Mm. First off, again, just to go back to the art, but I mean, like, they've got the Zima, like, circle, and out of it shooting these, like, these <laughs> beams of uh, of lemon light that are, you know, like like the sun, and then from above, this wrestler's performing this move where he's mm. flying down to... It's just so good. And I could see, you know, you're standing there in front of the yep. the, the cooler... And you just want to grab this thing and kind of, you know, help it down, you know, <laughs> help it on its flight down. Um, I would love to try this. It looks great. I I, I guess because it's Zima, it's, it's kind of like uh, maybe a sour. So that's or... a Zima. Okay. That's what that means. I think it's a Zima, like Zima the... The clear beer. I, we don't know. That's, that's not actually... <laughs> But anyways, I I love it, Matt. This is this is quite a choice right here. Oh, I'm looking at your tab. All right. Oh man, this is well done, sir. I haven't even. I know exactly. All right. Sorry. Take it away. This uh, this is such a good item. This is such a good item. Sorry, Matt. All right. Well then, we can we can kind of we can go. Speaking of wrestling, we can we can tag in. We can go. You know, we can go double team on this one. This is uh, the hot sando. Four cheeses, and it's just the four cheese sandwich. Um, but you know, I don't think the name really does it does it justice here, Matt. No, this is a no. this is a sandwich. Let me describe to our podcast listeners. This is a hot sandwich, so it's going to be heated up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, on the outside, you've got pretty much a normal sort of sando going on here. You got mm-hmm. some. It looks like some ham, mm-hmm. but then inside this cheese, mm-hmm. Matt. I know you you can see this. This is it's sort of like I don't know if you ever seen the um, any any sci-fi movie where someone sort of goes through a black hole and you know like time <laughs> and space is warped. In the middle of this, there's yeah. a cheese sort of mm-hmm. 
I, you could almost call it a white hole. You know, it's it's not a black hole. It's not sucking everything. It's just kind of like pushing everything out. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I don't know what to say. This looks like an amazingly cheesy hot sando mm. with some ham on the outside. I just thought this looked like a total slam dunk. Yeah, Mike, I think a white hole is that perfectly captures what we're talking about here. This thing, you know, again, certain convenient items do have their own gravitational pull. And this one, it's it's one of those items. You have this bulging white cream and the four kinds of cheese in this, we should say there. We got the cream cheese. We got the cheddar cheese. We got mm-hmm. the Parmesan cheese, and then there's something called the Maribo cheese, which I don't know what that is, but I'd like to learn more about it. <laughs> but Mike, I'm just imagining this. It's cold. It's winter. You were just at oh. your at a house, Mike, that was yeah. frozen. I Japan, mean, of course. Yeah, died. Yeah. Died. Yes. And to think you could just pop that boy in the microwave, heat it up, and just lie down under the kotatsu hot table and just stuff yourself full of four kinds of cheese (laughs) oh boy is there a better way to spend an evening than that (laughs) yeah man i uh, all right a couple things you're exactly right about this like you were saying we've kind of um called out the the many types of cheese phenomenon that's going on saying you know sometimes they they say all these types of cheese but I don't really know. At least in this one, it looks like we're getting different layers of cheese. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing at least three distinct cheeses in there. So that's really exciting. And you're exactly right. Like, you know, a cold night, like you were saying, recently I was at my in-laws, walked out, you know, take one step out into the hallway, my foot, it, it almost, you know, frostbite. I almost died. Like I was saying, I barely made it to the bathroom and made it back. But I can imagine before you step out, you dip your big toe ooh, into the, into the center of that ooh, cheese. There, ooh, ooh. probably be good. You could probably you could probably make it for a couple hours out there. Man. I just um, wipe it all over your whole body. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, man. So, um, all right, great. I'm glad that I'm glad we could uh, we could both agree that this is a winner. And uh, yeah, man, that um that closes out the scoreboard. All right, 2021 off to a great start with the new items. But, Mike, it's time to get down to brass tacks yes, here. Yes, it is. Yes, On it to is. the Kanbini tournament. Mike, we started this, I looked it up, November 24th. It's been almost six weeks, Mike. And wow. finally, we have two contenders for the Kanbini tournament championship matchup. Yes. yes. Applause, applause. Yes. So last week, Mike, we had the semifinals out of the mm-hmm. hot box division. Fami Chicky going up mm-hmm. against the snack division champion, Black Thunder. That's then right. in the other semifinal matchup, Tuna Mayo Onigiri, the Cinderella story coming out of the meal division up against your number one convenient yeah. item, Pakari Sweat out of the beverage yeah. division. Mike, uh, how did things turn out with those two matchups? Yeah, Matt. Well, it was kind of as we had saw, you know, we said, and um, well, let me just let me just give it to you straight, Matt. Um, Pakari Sweat got whooped. It, it got its ass whooped, unfortunately. Right. Sorry, um, just uh, my apologies. I, I, I 
you have all my sympathies. I appreciate it. No, I don't think I actually said that correctly either time, but I'm sorry for your loss, Mike. No, rest in peace, Bakari Sweat. Rest in peace, Bakari Sweat. I appreciate it, Matt. And you know what? I, you know, as when the tournament first started and you told me you didn't really like the flavor of Bakari Sweat, I've, I've been holding a grudge, to be honest. But last, last week when you said that after it took down Kambini Drip Coffee to Avenge Can Coffee, you, you know, you turned a page on, on Picari Sweat. That made me really happy. And, you know, that's, that's as much as I could get out of this tournament. You know, um, you know, someone that I love, this Pokari Sweat, for you to have, you know, a new sort of uh, appreciation for it, that always, you know, makes me really happy. And, hey, it had a good run, but Namayo Onigiri is just, it seems too powerful. Mike, uh, yeah, just a quick note about Pakari Sweat. I'm sorry I didn't mean to upset you with that truth, but I will say from now moving forward, every time I go to the Konbini, I will purchase a Pakari Sweat just to pay respect to that item which defeated the Konbini Fresh Coffee. I appreciate that, man. Now, yeah, Mike, let's talk a little bit about this Tunamaya Onigiri here. Now, this snuck up on us. You know, we seeded this eight. We did think an Onigiri would make it to the semifinal or even the championship round. I had Umeboshi Onigiri. We seeded that one. I thought that was could possibly go all the way. Tunamayo yeah. handily defeated that since we found out that Tunamayo Onigiri is actually the most popular Onigiri across the Konbini. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lo and behold here, the Konbini tournament has yielded the strongest contenders. We have the legendary Famichiki, which really blew, it blew out Black Thunder. Black Thunder, let's face it, as good of a product as it is, never stood a chance against the Famichiki. Yep, yep. Uh, and so now we have this legendary, hot, juicy, perfect item, the Fami Chicky, going up against this, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a force, this this sort of practical, boring, mm-hmm. uh, indomitable, underwhelming, tuna mayo onigiri here. And Mike, we're a day into this match. And it's it's close. This is the toughest match that Fami Chicky's had so far. Where do yeah. you see this going? You know what, Matt? I for the first time all tournament, I just have no goddamn <laughs> idea, man. I'm just throwing up. You know, I had a bunch of um, you know ideas. I've just thrown them up. There, are, you could if I if I could show you my floor is just full of just <laughs> crumpled up pieces of paper. I don't know, Matt. This is uh, I have no idea, Matt. Um. I, you know, I want to say that our boy, Bammy Chicky, is probably yeah. going to pull it pull it down. But, yeah. I mean, Tsunamayo Nagiri has definitely been the the story of this tournament, for yeah. at least for me. I think for you as well. Absolutely. Um, I think that people are just going to have to ask themselves, you know, <laughs> like you said, Tsunamayo, it's kind of boring and yeah. in many ways i'm I'm sure for for many of our listeners who who've never been to japan you're probably thinking well that doesn't even sound like something that like would be japanese you know right. um, it, it's almost like uh you would maybe laugh and say like ah oh, yeah yeah no nobody eats that but let me tell you people do and i think that the uh you know it's that mayo that slippy slippery mayo that's been kind of it's been coasting <laughs> on all tournament long matt and i don't know is it is it gonna carry it 
all the way to take over the juice because this is basically a a mayonnaise versus a juice oh. matchup going on right here. So I, I don't know, man. I I I just I, I I don't know. I have no idea. Mike, that mayo versus juice that is that is a spot on analysis here. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out an analogy. You know how to describe. You know, thinking about two boxers. We have we have tuna mayo. This is kind of the Floyd Floyd Mayweather of the boxing world. <laughs> now, he's not flashy, plays a lot of defense, but he wins all the time. And then family, yes, ch- it's like the Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. You know, when he hits, man, your head's going <laughs> to fall right off. I mean, you bite into a family chicken, your life is changed. People talk about eating Wagyu, Kobe beef, and they just think, oh my God, this is the great. No, it's not. Family chick, you spend a buck 90 at a family mart, your life yeah, is right. changed. Forget Giro, forget Kobe beef. Go to one of the 23,000 family marts and change your life today. And now it's going up against Tuna Mayo and Aguirre. Like you said, Mike, I have no idea what's going to happen. Just to give people a quick update on where we stand. Mm-hmm. We've we yeah. got four days left. This is a five-day matchup. Mm-hmm. we got 127 votes in right now. Family mm-hmm. Chickies has 54% of the vote. <sighs> Tuna Mayo, 45% of the vote. Man, this is tight as hell. Here, uh, wow! I last yeah. time I checked, um, it was a it was a wider margin. Um, so I mean, every time I I look at this this score, it's just it. I never know what to expect. Again, here as well, just don't really know what to expect. It seems that Fami Chicky has at least taken the lead for at least this this day. This day. You know, um, we'll see though because you know, I mean, I know a lot of people saying you know like uh, oh I won to vote twice. Hey, there. You know, there's no rules. You want to go on your burner account and push your pump your <laughs> pump your favorite guy. No problem. You know, call up your mom, call up your dad, say, hey, why don't you log into Twitter and hit a like on this thing for me? Totally allowed, as we saw in Matt. You know, in in that. I'm sorry to really bring this up when we're kind of gliding high here, but Matt, you were, you know. Can coffee was the victim of a, a brigading campaign um, against it as well. So. That's my that's right, Mike. And I I'm actually lobbying <laughs> Bill Barr to look into that. I think there are a lot of wacky things. I've got uh, Attorney Powell and Giuliani on the phone twice a day at least to figure out what happened there. I'm not convinced. I'm not certifying anything yeah. uh, until I get answers <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Mike, this could go either way. You know, we may yeah. want to we may want to get Nate Silver in on this to get his opinion. Just so you know, whatever he picks, obviously it's going to be the opposite. That way, we'll have we'll know what's going to happen. You know, before yeah. this thing's all over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're so anybody, you know, you still got a chance. Like we said, this is a five day battle. All the others have been one day for the semifinals. We did two days. This is five days. We're going to let this thing ride. So. Yeah, please, you know, get in there and drop your vote. Mom and dad, if you need to figure out how to use Twitter, just, you know, give me a call. I can help you out. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, a lot to look forward to this week. It's going to be a nail-biter for sure. It'll be a nail-biter, and uh, can't wait to see who makes it out as the Conbini Item Champion. Hmm. Okay, Mike, uh, how about we move on to... A return of my favorite segment of the podcast. This is at the Gimba with Mike. Mike, you are at the Gimba, the place where the action happens in Kanazawa. 
Mm-hmm. You got a couple items this week that you want to tell us about. What do you got for us? That's right, Matt. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back at the Gemba, let me tell you. So, <laughs> like we were kind of mentioning today, so I spent the majority of the, you know, New Year's uh, season at my in-laws. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there's only a couple times on the on the ride there. We hit up a Combini on the ride back. We hit up a Combini. And I, you know what, Matt, I, I pulled up a couple and I hope that uh, you know. I think I think you'll be you'll be interested in these. So let me mm. um, let me just go ahead and share the screen here and show you what I got. Can you see what I I'm sharing some, here? I got some taru taru sauce karaage kun black box. That's right. Yes. So um, the first one I had was the taru taru mm. karaage kun, as you just mentioned. And I gotta say, Matt. This is a black label. This is a high class one. <laughs> we know what's going into this one. It's gonna be not just flavor on the outside. This is gonna be flavor compacted inside. Mm. And you know what? Um, I gotta say, Matt, this was great. This was mm-hmm. great. You know, I'm not a huge. I'm not like a tartar sauce maniac, but this hit all the right spots for me. Um, it almost reminded me of a Long John Silver entree. <laughs> um, I mean, this had. Uh, this had <laughs> this had New England written all over it, and I'm sure you'd be interested. <laughs> no, but um, in general, yeah, I'd say hey, give it give it four stars. Four stars, wow, Mike. Yeah, um, it does look pretty compelling. Nothing nothing says New England quite like chicken nuggets stuffed with tartar sauce. Um, wow, Mike, and you know, just further proof that poke chicky really is playing single a ball here where once again karaage kun comes up with a four star item that's great to hear mike wish i could get my hands on it yeah yep all right matt well hey one more i've gotten this is a total blast from the past i don't even remember when this was (laughs) i think you chose this as your loser Maybe 10 weeks ago or so. I'm not sure. Do you remember? No, I remember the package. Yeah, no, this is uh, outstanding. Yeah. This right, is probably so, tw- this this could be 20 weeks ago. Yeah, this is this is a long time ago. So ladies and gentlemen, what I'm showing, what we're looking at right now is the Calbee potato chips, the Evolution Garley <laughs> Garty Cheese uh series. This is a garlic cheese and chicken flavor you know that uh classic Mm. that classic dish and the cover has a um yeah like an evolution you know like the gorilla turning into a a human being that's right so yeah i'm pretty sure it was it was you who picked this up as you as your loser right i think so yeah yeah and we couldn't figure out you know what this was well, uh, let me just get it here, Matt. This is a one star. This is one of the worst oh, boy. chips I've seen. So, you know, just showing how, you know, you know your losers when you see them. This, uh, this was, I, I, you know, for all that was going on here. So garlic, cheese, mm. chicken. Sounds good. Evolution. Mm. Calby chips. You mm. know, there's all types of things going on. And it just had a faint garlic flavor. That's it. That, that's all that it had. Overpromise, underdeliver, a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. for any convenient item. I do appreciate the packaging here, just to kind of there are four stages of evolution, like you said, Mike, beginning with what an orangutan or something like this, ending with what looks to be like a Neanderthal eating a potato chip. <laughs> full of his self fully realized. Um, 
So, yeah, Mike, uh, disappointing to hear that this is a one-star item, but uh, yeah, it looks like we did successfully identify this as a loser way mm-hmm. back, uh, gosh, maybe 20 or so weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And just one last note I'll add. This was supposed to be a limited time thing, and we just picked this up, and it's been, like I said, it's been <laughs> how many months now? So if that gives you a little indication of you know, and not being a, a hit, then uh, can't say much more. But um, anyways, Matt, all right. Well, that's it for the Gemba. And uh, yeah, hopefully next week I can bring some other things from the Gemba again. Can't wait. All right, Matt. Well, hey, what the heck? It's 2021. First episode is pretty much done, man. Wow. Um, it's been a great time. But uh, yeah, um, you know, as always, I just, uh, you know, we're starting a new era here. This is this is 2021, Kamini Boys, right? This is not the, your your Kamini Boys of bygone uh, years. This is uh, we're we're new and improved, I'd say. New and improved. We're getting better every day. Um, also, just want to say a, a big thanks to all of our followers on uh, Twitter. We hit a thousand followers this oh, week, man. and just want to you know big appreciation to all of those folks who who joined the conversation with us. We get some tons of laughs from everything that you guys send in mm-hmm. and the conversations that that everybody participates in it's a lot of fun for us so just want to say also thanks uh to folks on twitter not just uh the folks who listen to the podcast here so keep yeah. uh hope we keep growing this community in 2021 yeah, yeah. and then we're going to be having lots of fun so uh all right, Matt. I think that uh, that wraps us up for the uh, for the show. Um, so everybody listening on the podcast uh, apps, pod, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, you know, please share and rate and uh, give us a like. We really appreciate that. If you're watching on YouTube, um, also subscribe and like. We'd love that. If you're not watching the YouTube video and you know you're just listening to the podcast, if you do want to see some of the stuff we're talking about, sometimes you know, check that out as well. Um, and like Matt was just saying, we're on all of the social networks. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Really been active on Twitter recently. That's where we're doing everything with Combini Tournament and just, you know, connecting with everybody in general. Um, so yeah. Oh, and if you have a Combini memory, hey, you can go to our website. It's anchor.fm slash Boys. And you can click on leave a message, or if you're in the States, you can call 617-453-8207 and you can leave a message. You know, maybe it'll be a Kambini memory, maybe it'll be a Kambini composition. Anything you want to say, you know, just just let it let us have it and we'll play it. All right, Matt. Wow. 2021, here we go. Really happy to be on this journey with you into the Kambini. And uh, Matt. I guess for now, I'll uh, I'll see you at the convenie. I'll see you at the convenie, Mike. <laughs>